see what happens. I'm spinning again. This is just for effect, guys. Hey, there we go. That was professional. I think that was How's everybody doing? My name is Ash. This is episode 333 of the Rated Podcast. Thank you. Um, I'm here live from Star Wars Celebration to our, our massive audience. It's huge. There we go. This guy. I'm going to buy this guy lunch when this is over. Um, so, really quick story. Normally, I do the show with three people. They couldn't make it. I came out to Chicago anyway to do the show. I have some wonderful people from the podcast community that are going to jump on with me um, during this during this special Star Wars Celebration episode of Rated NA. Um, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself? Yeah. Uh, hey, everyone. My name is Mike. I'm a host of the Canon Cantina podcast. Uh, we were out there on Saturday doing our live show. And uh, heard you did some awesome. Thanks, man. Wonderful. <laughs> like I am, Wookie like that forever. <laughs> so, Ken and Cantina. Um, how long have you guys been around? And tell us just a little bit about your show. Yeah, sure. Yeah. So, uh, my co-host Jesse, he's in the he and I have been like Star Wars best friends since we were like five years old. It's wonderful. And last July we started this podcast, and we're lucky enough to get invited out to celebration uh, this year. Uh, we had been together back uh, in Celebration Anaheim in 2015, um, but our show started in July and centered around Luke Skywalker. Oh, awesome. Uh, yeah, we, we got the idea based on all the division in the fan community after episode. Like, that's not my Luke and stuff like that. So we explore. Uh, all of the canon like comics and uh, novels and compare those to the legends stories of Luke and see what's good, what should stay, what should be different, and we're just kind of leading up to episode one. Awesome. I was a big fan of the Timothy Zahn books growing up, so I oh, yeah. have to check out your show. Uh, we, we have done the uh, Thrawn trilogy already. Oh, awesome. So, sorry, yeah, well, thanks so much. What we're going to do, um, you know, is we're going to talk about ton of different stuff from episode nine onwards. So you're going to have a lot of Luke stuff to talk about, I think. Yes. And what about yourself? So uh, my name's Claire Henry, and I'm with the Panther Tracks team. Uh, we've got quite a lot of podcasts. Thank you very much. Yeah. And the Pride for Wild. <laughs> and um, so uh, we've got Mark Newbold and Dave Tree, who do um, Making Tracks. Uh, we've got Brian Cameron and um, Matt Booker, who do Cannon Fodder. And then, okay, so you've got an exclusive. You've, oh, you've, got, go. a, you've got a celebration exclusive. So we now have a female-centered uh, podcast called Planet Leia. And um, that's hosted by myself and uh, four other girls, um, Becca Benjamin, Megan, Kulian, uh, Patty Hammond, and Johanna. And our theme is, um, I'm from Europe, Johanna is from Sweden. Uh, Paddy, Becca, and Megan are from America, and uh, so we're going to sort of look at it global perspective. Global perspective. So we had our first recording yesterday, How exciting. Uh, which was really funny because one of the things we find is um, we say the terminology that the European guys we would say things, and our American friends look at us and go, "What do you mean?" So a prime example 
is uh, typical women all sitting, talking, drinking uh, water, I have to say this time. <laughs> and, um, you know, we needed to go to what we call in Europe the toilet. Okay, mm-hmm. we go to the toilet, that's what we do. And our uh, Megan and Patty looked at us and said, that's a bit rude. We went, no, no, no. And they say, no, we say restroom. So, <laughs> so I feel that our podcast is going to be a lot of... Oh, I'm you mad, know, yeah. yeah, yeah, you know, uh, we need to be on at half past. And they looked at us again, you know, so at 4.30. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, we're, so we're going to be... Um, Talking about things from a female point of view, from a transatlantic point of view. It's exciting. So it's, it's, cool. it's really great. It's yeah, really I know great. whenever I interview people from Australia, New Zealand, they always drop terminology that just baffles me. Some amazing yeah. stuff. Like, uh, I'll think of some, some of the things they say in a few seconds, because right now I'm totally brain farting. But um, it, the, the terminology is very different over there. So whenever you talk to them at length, you're like, wait, what, do you, what word do you use yeah, for that? That's yeah, so exactly. So much fun. So uh, I want to start things off just talking about... Uh, episode nine, because obviously probably the biggest thing, arguably the biggest thing to drop at Celebration this year was the episode nine trailer. Uh, were any of you guys in attendance at the panel? I was. Yes. You were. I didn't get to. I was still flying, so I didn't get yeah, to it. Yeah. So, t- so tell me about it. What were some of your, your biggest moments at that panel? Oh man, uh, to me the first big moment came when the host appeared. I don't think anybody expected Stephen Colbert to be hosting. It's amazing, right? That. Uh, he did a fantastic job. Uh, you know, pushing JJ and Kathy to try and get some answers. Right. Also telling the company line. It was, it was really good. Yeah, he's such a huge fan. It's always nice to see him talk about Star Wars. Have you ever heard his Star Wars origin story? Uh, uh, I'd heard it before, but he, he said it again. I did it. It's, uh, it's yeah. beautiful. It's like, it's such a fantastic story. So look it up online if you're listening to this. Because yeah. uh, it's really, I'm not going to tell the whole story again, but uh, hear from his, his voice. So. Yeah, yeah. if you go back and watch the uh, celebration like live stream, he tells it at the, close to the beginning. Mm-hmm. So it's really good. Um, and then they brought out a whole lot more cast members than I expected to see uh, from episode nine. Uh, we got you know our big three: uh, Daisy, John, and Oscar. But then Kelly Marie Tran came out. Uh, we hadn't seen a whole lot of information about Rose being in episode nine, so it was great to see her. I heard the reaction to her appearance was entirely positive, which is great. To see. Uh, she may have gotten the best reception because I don't know that people expected her to be there but when they realized it was her it was, she got more cheers than, than the other oh that's great guests. yeah uh, Jonas was there Chewie uh, Naomi Aki I think is her name she plays a new character named Jana uh, cool she cool. revealed it in the panel and I'm forgetting one person oh how could I forget uh, <laughs> Anthony Daniels and ah, Billy D. Williams ah Billy D. Williams yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm a huge Lando fan so I'm super excited I love Lando I love back <laughs> I mean, there's just so much, the, the original cast, everyone, you know, everyone who's a Star Wars fan has so much love for the cast, we're all just wondering, where is Lando? We have to know where Lando is, and uh, the memes already of Lando getting yeah. the Falcon back are pretty fantastic, over my dead body. Fan for tracks was the, the guys that find out that Lando was in episode nine. Oh, first. really? We were the guys that, yes, that, right. that dropped it, and... Um, so when that dropped and everybody was like, no, no, it's not true, it's not true, this is speculation, you know, we were right, really pleased with ourselves when he walked on stage and we were like, told you, you're here, you know, right. so it was, it, was, it was really good, that was good for us. I was, was hopeful the whole time. Yeah, 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 we knew, we knew, but it was, it was lovely to see. It's great to, it's great to see that over the three films... The original cast is 
coming back. Right, right. And I think that's the I think that's the great thing for all, yeah, I think, all I fogies think, like myself who right. are JJ original JJ has so much love for yeah. that original cast that yeah. I think he wanted to, um, you know, give them a little bit of love before this, this Skywalker trilogy or quadrilogy or whatever, double trilogy. Wait, how many? Nine? Nine? nine triple, trilogy. Triple, trilogy. triple trilogy. Thank you. Yeah. Triple trilogy is over. Matt is on my forte. <laughs> um, so what are your sort of your... Um, what do you what is what are you anticipating most about episode nine? So what are you most excited about? Oh man, um, why don't you go first on this? Well, one? <laughs> I, obviously I'm I'm a layer focused person. Uh, that's that's my bag since I saw her in Star Wars when it was called Star Wars in 1977 in the cinema. But um, for me. This is going to be a really hard film for me. I think this is closure. Yeah, it's hard. And it's... I was devastated when Carrie Fisher passed away. Absolutely devastated. And I... For me, the fact that she was in the end of Rogue One, kind of, Mm -hmm. and then definitely in episode eight, and then seeing her in that trailer for episode nine, that I was in bits. But I know that this is closure for her. It's closure for us. And, and, and I'm, I'm going to say for Billy Lord, her yeah, daughter, yeah. you know, I, this must be one of the toughest things because this is like stretched on for years Very almost so. for her. And yeah. so if I'm struggling, you know, what, what would she you know? be struggling with? Yeah. So, so for me, you know, I was quite prepared for Leia to die in episode eight. Oh, I, was, I, I, I would have taken it. It really made her look like she was. When too. she got sucked out, I was, there, I was like, farewell, princess. And... Then she came back. Yeah, I cried like a baby when she came back. I yeah, was like, what is yeah. going to happen now? Yeah, and the fact <laughs> that she went through the, the ship at the same point where Holdo went through and everything, and I thought, okay, I can see where she, her, where she it was intended for to be in episode nine. Yeah. Obviously, they've had to change it, but, right. you know, so for me, episode nine is going to be about closure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's great. I hope. I, I, I mean, I, you know, here's me saying it's closure, but, mm-hmm. you know, I'm hoping for closure. There's always a chance, JJ will pull the right out from my Oh, yeah, God, I really know. Is. Don't do this to me. So, you. <laughs> the trailer wraps up with uh, Emperor Palpatine's signature laugh at the end. Uh, what do you guys feel like his role is going to be in episode nine? Do you feel like we're going to get a full on flesh and blood? Palpatine, or do you feel like we're talking Force Ghost or something else entirely? I have been all over the place on this one because part of the thing we did for our, our show was I uh, would present crazy theories that I found on Reddit too hard to yeah. listening. So I'm like struggling. What was the thought I had? And what was something crazy that I read on the internet? Uh, so I I can imagine anything from like flesh and blood. Uh, either Dermot showing up or a younger clone version uh, or just a ghost kind of haunting the Death Star but if that's the case why are they going to the right why are they going to the Death Star (laughs) what is going on it's like so many questions like why would you go back to Jakku don't do this people don't do this what are you thinking unless there's some (laughs) you know I I feel like there's something they're going to have this is just just me this guessing things, but I feel like there's going to be something they have to retrieve from the Death Star of great importance. Um, and they're going to go on a mission there, and they're going to find maybe some some dark, spooky things. Yeah, and I remember some of the initial concept art for Episode Seven was revisiting the wreckage of the Death Star, and I remember one of the young 
uh, not even young adult, but young reader books from when I was a kid. Oh, wow. The Glove of Darth Vader. Uh, it survived the Death Star explosion, uh, the one that got cut off. Yeah, yeah. And, and people had to go and find it. So, oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. You know, JJ yeah, had yeah. that book too. That's yeah. what I'm talking about. Like all that stuff. <laughs> I think I saw the concept art for Ray diving down into the throne room too. Yeah. That, that's been floating around for a while where she has to dive into the room to the Death Star, which is pretty cool. I think it's probably got something to do with Ray Palpatine coming back in the fact that she's, uh, she's a haunted soul, isn't she? You know, if you think back to episode eight and the clicking and trying to find herself in her place, being sucked into that, that you know, into the bottom of Acto. And, and I think, just like it was in uh, Empire Strikes Back, where Luke confronted everything in, in the tree and, and all that sort of stuff, I think that's got something linked like that because there is the common thread of... The original trilogy going through the, the this trilogy in a sense. I know people say oh, it's a it's a fan whatever, but for me, I think the flat flow and ebb of the of the movies and that. So I think it's got something to do with Ray directly, and that it's got something linked back to, to episode eight. Because don't forget, JJ was part of episode eight. All these people are saying, you know, for episode. Uh, it's you know it was Ryan Johnson. Don't forget, JJ had an influence in it. He knew yes. what was going on, right? You know, so he knew. Yeah, it wasn't created in a vacuum. There no, was it wasn't. A lot, a lot it wasn't, and, and I think that they know right. this, and there's a master plan of something going on. So is Ray a haunted soul because she's actually a Well, you see, this is the thing. I, you know, everybody's saying, and and everybody's saying that she's a Skywalker and all that sort of stuff, and I'm I'm not sure. Right. I don't. I don't think so. Yeah. I think her I think direct descendancy is, is from something. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I know he didn't remember his drawings or whatever, you know. But but you know, I think there's. I think her link is to the dark side. I don't actually think her link is to the Skywalker line as such. And and I, you know, so why why would, why would you dump a child? That's un- true. Unless you wanted them to be hidden. That's true. I'm going to spin the wheel just for fun, but you want to come up and hang out? All right, I'm spinning the wheel. We're going to see what happens. I'm spinning it again. This is just for effect, guys. Be me, be me, be me, be me. Star Wars geek girl, Michael. That'll, that'll do. That'll, that'll do. Who are you really, sir? Well, I'm a Star Wars geek boy. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm Sean from Galactic War Report. Welcome, uh, Sean. Free tattoo. Yay! Thanks for coming to hang for out. Myself. Thanks yeah. for coming to hang out. This is yeah. fun. Um, we're going to shift gears to The Mandalorian. Uh, I, I was, yeah, I was lucky enough to be in this panel. It's completely lost my mind. Did any of you guys make it into Mandalorian panel? Uh, overflow. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, nice. I, actually, I actually had tickets for um, the celebration stage, but our, um, one of our Panther trackers, Matt Booker, he's a massive FET fan, and he didn't get it. Oh, no. And, and it, it, you... For somebody who has a seven, I think it's seven thousand piece collection of oh my fetch. Gosh. Okay, so does he need one of the Mandalorian posters? Oh well, so yesterday we got to meet John Favreau. Oh, there you go. Uh, he was he was walking the shop show floor, mm-hmm. and um, he he chatted. Matt was sort of like, "Oh, Matt, Matt great, great, John, John, John." So he got one of the coins, 
and he got the poster and oh, everything. Nice. And so, so I actually it. gave my <laughs> I, I took one for the Fanta Tracks team, and um, Matt, Matt took my ticket. And nobody knows that yet because I was like I hadn't told anybody. <laughs> there's another celebration exclusive. <laughs> there we go. So yeah, so he he took my ticket. So what did you guys think of the footage and behind the scenes making up stuff they showed of the Mandalorian? What are your initial impressions of it? Uh, I was blown away. I also barely managed to get into uh, didn't call the wind thruster in the echo base before they slammed the doors on us. Right. Yeah, it was so snowy. <laughs> it was so snowy. It was insane. Yeah. 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 Um, I, I was just blown away by the the, the things that they said about uh, it just being like a Clint Eastwood, Sergio uh, Leone mm-hmm. like movie feel. Um, Even the music too. Yeah, the music yeah. had a little yeah. Ooh, yeah, kind yeah. of feel to it. You know, at the at the end, there's that little trailer. Yes. But so yes, I'm I'm going to be blasphemous. I'm going to be blasphemous, and I'm going to mention another star in its title. I'm going to mention Star Trek Discovery. That's fine. Okay. I haven't watched Discovery yet. So. I, it's great. This is an outrage. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Wrong I'm sorry. Convention, lady. Oh. So I've watched it. Mm-hmm. I've watched the first season. Uh huh. And if Mandalorian is as good as that. I'll take it. Okay. I'll take it. I, I know you get to see snippets in a trailer and whatever, but the storyline and the thread in Star Trek Discovery is brilliant. Mm-hmm. And, and so I'm hoping, well, I just want them to be, I want the Mandalorian to absolutely nail it. It is going to nail it. There's no doubt about it, but, you know, yeah, that, that's why I'm like, looking at it. I, I totally agree with West, you. Westworld like and the... benchmark, uh, Westworld, Star Trek, Discovery, that are my benchmarks for, mm-hmm. for Mandalorian. It's got a, it's got I mean, it just from the footage that we saw already, mm-hmm. just aesthetically, it's so mm-hmm. gorgeous to look at. Mm-hmm. It's such a beautiful looking show. And they have, you know, all the animatronic uh, creatures and they have just wonderful sets. I was shocked to learn that it was all shot in LA. I was just happy. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah, it's LA. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's beautiful. And they're using miniatures again uh, with rotoscoping and such. And it was really cool to see that. And really cool to learn that John Favreau was doing a lot of it in his garage. It just shows yeah. that like absolute passion and love for Star Wars, which I think is something they brought to all the creatives um, on, on The Mandalorian. But I yeah. think the scene that got me the most, where I was blown away, was where I could tell there was like going to be a showdown between bounty hunters and, and stormtroopers, and I was like, oh shit, this is worth the price of admission right here. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I think one of the things that's kind of stuck out to me, too, is like I've been reading about this, you see all the stuff online about like mm-hmm. how big of a budget this is and how invested Disney is, and, and there's a lot of comparisons to stuff like Game of Thrones and Westworld yeah. and that kind of stuff, and I love Game of Thrones, yeah. I love Westworld. But it's very adult material. So, like, this is a huge budget for something that, like, you can watch with your kids. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, I mean, it looks kind of dark and gritty, it but it's not going to be decapitations yeah. and right, right. Yeah. prostitutes. I, and I, that I, kind of stuff, you know? Like, it's, it's going to be I, family-ish. I, yeah. I do know that. So, um, my Star Wars husband who I'm with this weekend, he um, is in the Five of First. Okay. And the Nordic Garrison. And um, I was sitting with them all last night, uh, watching Game of Thrones, actually. Yeah. And, yes. um, we were, but we were talking about the Mandalorian. And um, the fact that they got the 501st in it, it, and and they made sure that every single one got a bit of their armour in in the shots, Mm -hmm. so they can all walk away now and say, I've got screen screen captured bits of of armour, but then they all, then it's quite funny because I was with five of them and they all said, 
when that helmet got smashed and she, they said <laughs> all the five or first ones that everybody was like so much work so much work oh i'm glad that wasn't my helmet you know that sort of thing so yeah. for those of you listening to this later i encourage you to listen to that panel um the full, the full version of the panel because the story of how the five first got involved was shooting Mandalorian is fantastic. I believe it was Dave Filoni that told the story, and it's just great. Yeah, I think, great. I think so that's lovely. Love I think that's just lovely. It's like this whole thing this weekend. I think they're really starting to recognize us all and, and everybody who does so much for the community. Right, right. That, that's the thing about celebration that after going to a bunch of these, you know, online. This has been mentioned on a bunch of panels. People argue all the time about everything. That's just how yeah. online works. And people argue a lot about Star Wars because we all care a lot about it. And people mm. have very strong opinions about Star Wars. When you come here and you're face to face, you're like, you may have a strong opinion. You're like, oh, you know what? That's a cool idea too. Everyone just kind of gets along. And like, yeah. I haven't heard a single Star Wars argument in. No, I haven't. I haven't. <laughs> yeah. I've been there every day. Yeah. 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 It's all people smiling. Oh, yeah, I think I think the hashtag for me is virtual reality becomes reality. I think that's what I feel this celebration for me has become, you know, because mm. I've seen yeah. so many people who I've met in the virtual world, right. in real life, not yeah. it's just like, oh yeah, and actually... You're a person. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're a person. You, you're, you're, uh, your avatar is, you know, a droid uh, or something. Yeah. Oh, actually, you've got blonde hair. <laughs> right. <laughs> It is really cool meeting people, and like, and I'm sure you know if we if there's another one of these in, in a couple of years, which there will be, I'll see you guys again. Yeah. And this is how yeah. you know you you form real friendships at these things, which is just a, the, the most most fantastic part of all these conventions. Stuff is cool, collecting mm. stuff is mm. cool, Star Wars is cool, but like meeting people, like-minded people that are nice people is like the best part. Yeah. Of all you can't just walk up to someone on the street and start talking about Emperor Palpatine, right? Like, but here, <laughs> absolutely yeah. can. Like, you're weird if you don't. Yeah, yeah. Or you're <laughs> yeah. Right, how are you not able to have a conversation about Star Wars? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, you're in the minority if you can't do that. Right, yeah. That would right. actually be, that'd be a great bit, just going with people at the supermarket and be like, what do you think of Palpatine's return in episode 9? <laughs> that <laughs> laugh though, right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> End of the trailer, what do you think? Well, you know. Yeah, I, I'm messaging my friends back home and they're, they're all laughing at me. They're sort of like, okay, Irish geek girl, how's it going? I'm going, I am just nerding out here. <laughs> this is awesome. Yeah. Um, so let's jump on over to the Clone Wars. Are you guys Clone Wars fans? Yes, I am. Yes. So I uh, I was in attendance at what I thought was the final closed Clone Wars panel a couple years ago at Celebration. And I remember getting like misty eyed and being like, because I think at the time my wife was pregnant with our son, and I'm like, I can't wait. Get older, you can watch Clone Wars, it's gonna be amazing. And like, oh I'm so sad, it's ending and and to hear them announce that it's coming back, for some reason, I have this like really intense connection to this series because I think it's like it was ending right around the, the time my son was born. So it was like I just kind of uh, was looking forward to showing it to him quite a bit. Seeing them back on stage was just fantastic, and seeing that little trailer, a little bit of footage of um, the Siege of Mandalore and what they're doing with Maul and stuff was just mind-blowing. So yeah. again, uh, just initial impressions. How do you guys feel about Clone Wars going back? Were you as freaked out and shocked as me? Nobody's ever really gone. This is what I'm going to say now. This is, like, <laughs> yeah, this really. is the other hashtag for anything that Star Wars, like, you know, Maul, mm -hmm. uh, you yeah. know, everybody, Palpatine, yeah. everybody. So I, I'm really looking forward to it. I'm, yeah. I, you know, I, I, I just can't, I can't wait to see 
high oil pound zone. Yeah. Well, that's something when the Clone Wars ended that one of the best things about the Clone Wars is that it takes its time and it tells mm. stories that don't need to be told. It's not, you know, I mean, yeah. there's so many diversion right. stories. And they don't, you don't have to know that, but when you watch it and you usually walk away like, I did need to know that, you know, yeah. and you learn so much about the clones, um, about Padme and Anakin's relationship, you get so much out of the series for that. Right. You actually um, like their relationship by but the time then, right, exactly. <laughs> I get it, I get I totally but by understand the time of the, but By the end of the series, when it was kind of canceled abruptly, you think, well, if you wouldn't have taken your time, we could have wrapped this up a little better. That's <laughs> true. But, so, I mean, like, it coming back was such a breath of fresh air that finally we can just, like, move from point A to point B, being, yeah. you know, where the film, uh, episode three, starts. Um, so, yeah, I mean, Siege of Mandalore, we, I mean, we didn't exactly know what we were going to be getting no. into, yeah. um, but I'm so glad that that's what we're getting into. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. the big yeah. Yeah. question mark that yeah. remains. I really liked what Ashley was saying during that panel about how it took her a bit to get back in the headspace of the younger Ahsoka because uh, yeah. uh, of her appearance in Rebels, you know, as an older, you know, more seasoned ex Jedi or whatever, but the, the like, uh, wound of leaving. The Jedi Order is still fresh for Ahsoka back in uh, this new season mm -hmm. of Clone Wars. And I'm excited to see how she deals with that and the uh, underworld, uh, the lower levels on Coruscant and everything. Mm -hmm. Uh, and I'm hoping for at least one more Hondo appearance. Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. I think we'll see Hondo. There's going to be a Hondo. <laughs> so funny. Um, there's some stuff in there also that I, I really love. Uh, we we talked to a lot of voice actors on our show and. Uh, you can just tell Dave Filoni loves his cast. Like, mm -hmm. just yeah. he really loves his cast, and I feel like he and the rest of the team write specifically for their strengths um, because they've been working together for so long. So seeing them interact and hearing the banter between Dee Bradley Baker and Ashley Eckstein about how they were texting each other back and forth regarding yeah. the uh, the show coming back was just absolutely fantastic. Um, are there any characters other than Hondo that you want to see pop up on this uh, on this twelve episode run? Mm. I know that's hard. I, I did, did we did we find out what happened to Cad Bane? I love Cad Bane. We didn't officially. Okay. Yeah. So so yeah, that was there was a thought that that was going to be in this uh, extra season, and it doesn't look like it is. Oh, okay. Like, where he was sort of like training Boba, and Boba challenges him to a duel, and that's right. well, we that's know Boba walks away from that. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, okay. And okay. and so I personally was hoping that would be a finished arc, and it doesn't look like that's the case. Yeah. But we all kind of know in our hearts what happened to Cad Bane. Yeah. <laughs> doesn't quite make it. Yeah. There was some really fantastic. I don't know if you guys. Maybe he's really gone. Yeah, maybe. He might be really gone. <laughs> maybe he's maybe, the only one that does all the Star Wars. Yeah. He also yeah, fell yeah, in the Sarlacc. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they just threw all the bounty hunters in the Sarlacc. Right. That's really all I end up. But I don't know if you guys read the Ventress book. Um, I haven't Dark read Disciple, that yet. It is, yeah, Dark yeah, Disciple. Yeah. If you haven't, it, it, it was from scripts for the Clone Wars that they never used. Oh, so you right. get to see yeah. Ventress's final arc. And it's some of them, honestly, that book is some of my favorite Star Wars yeah. in the past five or six years. It's really great. I read, I, I listened to it driving back and forth to work. So listen to the audiobook if you haven't yet. It's like a nice, meaty, like eight hours of Star Wars. You get to hear mm -hmm. all about Ventress and uh, and uh, Sidious and all sorts of cool stuff. So I definitely mm -hmm. definitely recommend that. Um, see how we're doing on time. Oh, we're all right. We're doing okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Don't worry. All right. Because <laughs> these guys, I, these guys, are like, I'm like, wait, two minutes, two minutes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, good. 
<laughs> oh, what do you guys think of the, the Bad Batch, the clones in the Clone Wars, the uh, the super super clones? Yeah, I'm, I'm glad to see that. I uh, I saw that. Was that Anaheim that they showed that? Or uh, I think it after Anaheim who released the like one can of addicts or online or something. Yeah, yeah. But in the in the panel at Anaheim, I think they showed it. Oh, uh, they yeah. yeah, yeah, and I, I I really liked that. So I'm I am glad to see that that's getting polished up and, and pushed yeah. out. That's that's really cool. Yeah, and I really find that they're just kind of leaning in to the like. Video game class, like <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got your heavy, and you've got your tech guy, and you've got your right. uh, John Rambo. He's yeah, the guy mm-hmm. who, like headband. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> the leader guy. Yeah. yeah, that was really good. It actually segues perfectly into let's talk about Star Wars video games. Do you guys play Star Wars video games? Uh, I, so. I play Galaxy of Heroes. I, I, I play a lot of Galaxy of Heroes. <laughs> I, I play Battlefront as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. I'm going to put my hands up and say, Hi, my name is Claire. I haven't actually played any video games. She plays Star Trek video games. Yeah, I do. But, but next Friday, I'm going to my friend's house and she's got uh, Battlefront. Oh, nice. And so I'm going to sit and drink gin and watch her husband, my husband, and her play. Nice. And I'm just going to, like, invent a story in Sounds my head. Like a great time, actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm just yeah. going to sit there, and I'm going to uh, think of a story while they're all shooting and yeah. doing all the rest of it. So I'd love to be able to do it, but I I, I just, no, I'm, I'm going to get oh, addicted, well, so I'm going to walk away. I'm addicted let, enough to this trilogy. Let me just spell one of the myths about Star Wars video games. You don't have to be any good at <laughs> I'm really true. bad at almost every video game I play. So, um, I peaked at uh, TIE Fighter back in 95. Ah, yeah, yes. yeah, exactly. What, yeah. Was, the, what was the one that there was like an arcade game and you sat in it and it was the Millennium Falcon? Oh, um, just, do you a, just a. Them? I think it was just like that. Yeah, well, that was it. That, that's yeah. the sum total yeah. of my um, yeah, yeah. ability of video games. I'm really well, I think probably the, the biggest announcement at Celebration uh, in the game space was probably uh, responding to EA's Jedi Fallen Order. Mm. Um, did you guys hear all the news all about that? It's uh, a cool poster. I, I do like that. Uh, so our show was going on at the same time as that panel. I've only had time to watch the trailer. Right? Oh, yeah. I yeah. Know yeah. Else yeah. Other than the trailer is awesome. Yeah, <laughs> it looks cool. It looks um, it, it takes place during um, you know the, the Jedi Purge, and so uh, you are playing as a Padawan who's on a run, and it looks like uh, what, the seventh sister is after you. Oh, nice! Uh, second, second, sister? second, second sister. Okay. Second yeah, sister was right. Sarah Michelle Gellar. Yes, six sister. Six sister. One of the sisters. Yes. I think I'm sure, it's, I'm sure it's the second sister. Is it okay? Somebody was talking about it yesterday. I could uh, be okay. wrong. Second sister on the video. Everyone got them mixed up all the time. No, I'm the second sister. She's the second sister. Yeah. <laughs> so, so this one's Barris. <laughs> right. yeah, who knows? Who knows? Anyway, so I think it looks absolutely fantastic. Respawn did a phenomenal job with the Titanfall 2 campaign. And uh, I'm curious to see what they do with a, a single player game, uh, no multiplayer, no apparently no microtransactions, so we're just going to get a, a beefy narrative with some good combat. What is it, 2002? I know, it's really strange. <laughs> I hope to hell it sells because I want to see more games like yeah. this. Yeah, the, uh, the Jedi Knight games on the PC were very important to me back when I was uh, growing up because like, yeah, I read Star Wars books, but I spent a whole lot of time playing Star Wars computer games. So it was Dark Forces. Yeah, Forces was so good. And 
Okay, how you do the, like a number got a little weird, but those games, the Pat Guitar games, were all like so great, doing this exact thing, telling it to you, single player story. They eventually added multiplayer, and who really like cared about that? It was right. a single player story. That Back was then, so it was fun. a mandatory yeah. add-on. You had to have some yeah. kind of multiplayer. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm excited to see some effort being put into. Like going back to that. Yeah, absolutely. I, th- I think so too. It's such a, a wonderful space to have interactive storytelling. Uh, and the fact that we don't have more of it is just kind of shocking. Like, well, why isn't there just more story, story driven Star Wars, you know, video games? for all platforms at this point. Um, I guess they have and to sell lots of copies. So. After, after this podcast, I'm going to Theater Immortal. Okay. So oh. I'm, I'm hopefully nice. going to get check a, that out. Check that one out. Ooh, that was, that, that was good. The, I'm not sure whether it's classed as a video game or not, but the one where you walked around with K2SO and everything uh, in it. The Secrets of the Empire. That's yeah. the one. That yeah. is the video game I have played. Well, it's not really a video game, is it? Such, but it's a game. Interactive experience. The lines are blurring. Uh, yeah, yeah, the lines were blurring, but I tell you what, I was terrible at it, but I had so much. I was too busy going, like <gasps> this, looking at everything. So that I think that's probably going to be the future of video games. I really want to try uh, Secrets of the Empire and Vader Immortal. Uh, the company that makes all this stuff is based in Salt City where I live, but they don't actually have... And, you, know, like you would think they would bring it to them. Oh, yeah, it was right, in London, yeah. that's how I yeah. got to see you it. break so, into the HQ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I just want to try it. Go, go now, speak to Justin Bulger. No, he's down there, I, uh, you know, he's down there. Like, get one into the Sobic <laughs> City. Uh, yeah. Let's jump quickly to collecting stuff. Oh, don't. I just want everyone <laughs> to go down the line and name a couple of the cool things that they've picked up at this show. And oh. maybe, maybe even if it's not something that you've picked up, um, something that you really wanted to pick up that you couldn't quite afford or didn't get a chance to get your hands on. Did you get a chance yes. to get anything? Yeah, I've gotten a few things. I, I, I've spent less money this celebration than others. Uh, had a harder time uh, finding some of the exclusive things. Like the lotteries. Yeah, uh, yeah. Any of those. Uh, I got some really cool posters, uh, though. Uh, I forget what it's called. The, the showdown of Young Lando and Han at the side of the table with all the aliens from Solo. Mm. Oh, that's brilliant. That's yeah. lovely. That's really nice one. Yeah. Uh, that, that's probably the coolest one I've gotten uh, this celebration. And the, the thing that I wish I could get, uh, one of those booths has uh, like a ten for $10,000, uh, like a five-foot <laughs> Falcon. Oh, yeah, the display model was probably yeah. before us. I saw that. Yeah. That's cool. <laughs> that home, your family's going to be like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. Just lay, lay it on her side of the bed and be yeah, like, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> what about yourself? Oh. oh, you look embarrassed, like you bought a lot of stuff. Yeah, oh, I'm ashamed. I'm ashamed. I, I've been saving for this because obviously, being in the UK, a lot of the things that are on sale here you can't get because Lucasfilm Limited haven't released the um, licensee for it in the UK. So I've spent a small fortune, probably a, the capital fund of a, a country somewhere. <laughs> um, amongst that, I don't do Lego, but I've bought the Lego exclusive. Nice. So I got what the, is the Tantive Lego? Four. Oh, nice. And it's, the reason why I got it is because the Princess Leia Lego has a skirt. Oh. So I've paid a ridiculous amount of money for a for, skirt. For a skirt. But to be fair, I pay a ridiculous amount of money for lots of skirts. <laughs> and, I, and, and the Her Universe booth right. has just gone nuts. Yeah, you know? Her Universe is, is brilliant. 
Oh yeah, I've got shoes, jackets, <laughs> Lego. I got the Funko layer as well, so I'm really so cool. cool. Yeah, so I, I've been I've been quite lucky. I've managed to get everything that I want. I uh, I'm I'm a collector on a budget. Uh, oh. So I picked up a couple figures here and there. Some yeah. of the like discounted black series that. Like, you see them in the store, but they're still 20 bucks in the store. So, like, I picked up a Kira that's pretty cheap and uh, some just some odds and ends to fill some holes. But my favorite little buddy, oh, oh, yeah. I, I, little that. I had him when oh, I was a kid. I have that. Oh, I have that. With his little, you know, skin color yes, yeah, yeah. thing. Um, so, yeah, this is, yeah, I, I make really sure I funny. get one loose vintage every celebration. That's yeah. it's so funny you, still, you pulled him because I actually have vivid memories of being a kid when Jedi came out and my dad taking me to the supermarket and they had figs at, at supermarket <laughs> back then. Yeah. I bought that that figure when I was like, I don't know, five, four, five years old yeah. um, with my with my dad and had it for years and years and years. Absolutely loved the Ewoks when I was a kid. That's, what did you buy? What did you buy? I bought, um, I bought a, a whole slew of Lego minifigures. For, I have a three-year-old, so I bought him a bunch of minifigures. You bought because him. Of he does this thing him. he's calling mix and match now, but I get to play too, so yeah. we get down to play Lego. He mixes he's and matches. He's a dad in the Lego movie. Oh yeah, he's like, he puts yeah, like yeah, a head yeah. and a stormtrooper, and he's just like, it's a Yoda trooper. I'm like, whatever you want to do, kid. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, let's quickly wrap stuff up with um, memories of our first exposure to Star Wars, okay. and um, what you would sort of like to see from the franchise in the future as you as you grow older. So let's start over here with your very first Star Wars memory. Yeah, so I was first exposed to Star Wars when I was five years old on a family trip to Disney World. Star Tours, the ride, was my first nice. Wow, wow. Uh, I did, I, like, so I was five years old, loved it, and then my dad was like, hey, you know, there's, there's movies of this, we can go home and watch them. And uh, I was ready, we watched it, and I looked at and I was like, Dad? Captain Rex wasn't in that movie. <laughs> I mean, star, star Wars. So uh, the fact that they're bringing Rex back in the theme parks as yep. uh, DJ Rex uh, is so cool. exciting yeah, to awesome. me. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that that Star Tours I think is uh, many memories of that. Um, I'll I'll go last so you can go down the line. Okay, uh, Leia uh, being rescued by Luke Skywalker. They're in that corridor and Han Solo and just. The four of them there, she takes the gun, shoots it. I know it's into a trap. I know they can't get out at the first point. But that bit when she just does yeah. that, that nailed it for me. And that's when I became a Star Wars nerd. Yeah. And I went home that night uh, with my granny and my mum who who didn't come to the movie. I was buzzing. With, I'd been with my dad and my granddad. And I saw it in 1977, so that just lets you know how old I am. And um, there I was on the sofa, pretending to be Princess Leia with a big thing brush. <laughs> I'm stopping the trash compactor. <laughs> Not knowing what trash was. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I'm just going to say that now. Oh, you know, it's it would be a rubbish dump, rubbish, rubbish, rubbish yeah, dump in England. Doesn't sound the same. It I'm doesn't the sound the same. Dump. It's not the same. The trash <laughs> compactor sounds great. Yeah. So that that's my first memory. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I remember collecting the toys and, and, and all that. I kind of grew up with it, and uh, I remember, like, I was so irresponsible as a kid. I would play out in the yard and you know leave 
bits and pieces of my toys out there. And then the lawnmower would meet them. Uh-oh. And so <laughs> my grandpa, my grandparents had this big like treasure chest in their attic of Star Wars figures. Nice. And I would go over there and they're like watching me play and they'd say, like, well, where's Darth Vader? <laughs> yeah, Darth didn't make it. <laughs> you know, they did run upstairs and get me another Darth Vader and bring it down. Oh, yeah. wow. They knew that I yeah, that's what I needed as a fan. <laughs> I'm sure that's where my Tebow is. Yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure too. Uh, briefly, mine, I remember it, it was the 80s, uh, and for some reason you could rent projectors uh, from the library, and my mom rented a projector in mm-hmm. Empire. And I was like three and a half, maybe four years old. And she just sat me down. And we built like a tent, and she showed Empire on the wall of our living room. That's awesome. And I just remember like watching the Battle of Hoth, and just it's like one of my earliest memories. Mm-hmm. And it just got like zapped into my brain, you know. Yeah. And from there, it was just like I collected all the figures. And and then when Jedi ended up coming out, uh, I remember my grandfather took me, and it was just such a, a magical, a magical thing. And it's sort of been, you know, part of my life ever since, which yeah. is the same with all of us. Yeah. It's like, you know, we, we get it at a young age and, and then it just becomes a, a, a big part of us. Um, so while we're wrapping up, I want everyone to uh, plug your show and plug yourself, all your social channels and all that stuff. And we'll just go down the line and we'll close things out. All right. Yeah. Thanks again for uh, having us on this. Absolutely. Oh, it's been great fun. Great <laughs> yeah, fun. I've yeah. really enjoyed it. Really yeah. enjoyed it. So the Wheel of Death isn't so scary after all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, Claire Henry, uh, aka Irish Geek Girl on Twitter, Instagram, and uh, I'm from Panther Tracks, Star Wars News, in a single file. Just look for us on every social media anywhere you can find us. The big banter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I'm Sean from Galactic War Report on the Radio Free Tattooing Network. Uh, you can find us on RadioFreeTattooing.com as well as on Twitter at RFT War Report and RF Tattooing. And I am Ash from the Ready to Name podcast. This is going to be episode 333 of our show. And thanks to the Pride. We're being fantastic. We are the new version of the podcast. (laughs) All right. Thank you guys so much. And we will see you next time.